everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Here, McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, Chad Catcherbone here. And, you know, it's funny. This is, uh, it, in a weird way, it kind of feels like bizarre doing a show again. Like, just like us chit-chatting and stuff. We've had, like, like a lot of the great guests over the last two weeks. It's like, and I don't know if it's like a Saturday afternoon. Like, I feel a fresher from, like, not working. This is nice. It's a good change of pace, that's for sure. How you doing, Chad? You're all, <laughs> yeah, you're all, good. I was about to say, yeah, you're, you're I, looking I, pretty, I, pretty sporty there in your Philly stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, without having the sports, you just got to keep it rolling, right? Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. You know, you're being optimistic. Um, but I'll tell you, we got a great show for you. So I'll tell you, why don't we go back to basics, just like we always do. Um, let's do a little bit of clickbait cleanup. Uh, yeah, this is, this is fun oh, stuff. I love it. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you know, you, you better be careful what you love there, Zach, because I don't know if you're going to love what Chad's is. Um, oh, no. But anyway, no, but yeah, no, hold on. Well, actually, he will like it. He will like it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you, why don't um, – Zach, you want to go first? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's so, go. yeah. So obviously with the draft being this coming week, there's a lot of, a lot of click heavy articles out there. And uh, I stumbled on one that really was interesting to me. So an anonymous scout reported that he thinks Makai um, Becton could be a bust because he likes to cook and eat more than he likes to play football was his exact quote. That is <laughs> That's that's clickbait. That's literally yeah, yeah. the definition of it. This anonymous yeah. scout, and I will, I will quote this, said, know why I have him fifth? Because he loves to cook and eat more than he loves friggin' football. Now, so are you like, are you saying that you went on Becton's Twitter and saw that he was cooking food? I mean, what else is there to do during this quarantine besides really exercise and, and cook? You know, so when you saw that he liked to cook and you assumed that he likes to play, do that more than play football, like what, uh, <laughs> like, why are you running with that? I mean, so what if if you if you had a video of him playing with model trains, are you going to assume he likes to play with trains over over football? I mean, come on, you're just nit- nitpicking his hobbies at this point. My headphones, Zach. My head, but I thought I was on mute there for a second. My headphones <laughs> cut out. I know. Yeah, look at me. I'm really on a roll today on a Saturday. No, um, I thought my headphones cut. I just hear this part about the trains. Like, <laughs> right as you're about to go off on your rant, I then just tune into the trains part. I'm sweating over here. That's how much. That's how much hey, that uh, irritated me. You know, like what hey, the hey, you're working. All right. So, sorry. Do you mind? Do you mind giving me the cliff notes of that? <laughs> Next. Oh yeah. Let me catch my breath real quick. <laughs> um. Yeah. So an anonymous scale. Uh, is reporting that he thinks Mikai Becton is going to be a bust in this coming draft because he said he likes to cook. So this this anonymous scout's direct quote is, "No, I have him fifth because he loves to cook and eat more than he loves friggin' football." No so way. basically, the way I take this is is this anonymous scout went on Becton's Twitter or whatever and saw him posting pictures of him cooking i mean what else are you supposed to do during this quarantine time right now and he he's he's basically running with this idea that all he likes to cook more than play football he's posting pictures of of food which is my assumption i mean i I can use my model trains example again that would be like him seeing a video of him playing with model trains and saying he likes to play with model trains over football it's like you're picking at his hobby and assuming he likes to do that over playing football this is a guy who is six seven 360 some pounds who just ran a 510. You think he really likes to cook and eat more than play football? A 510 40 yard dash is what I'm referring to, but I can go on and on. Blood pressure is high enough. Kieran's going to need you to re- retell that story for a third time. I, think, <laughs> I don't know if I can tell I it think, better. I think that's going to be the verdict here in five, four, three, two, Kieran. Nope, Jeez, I didn't get oh, it. 
Nope, you're not back. You're not back. Nope. Nope. And yes, I am. I'm going to hit, hit the mute button. Okay, see, I was trying to be smart there. All right, I'm an idiot. Okay, I'm back. It's Don't blame me. It's Bluetooth technology. It's not me. It's like <laughs> I would just hear it, and I just hear it cut out. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is, yeah, we just lost one of the two people that were watching us, so that's, that's a great story. There we go. Perfect. I, I, you know, I figured that my headphones thing was really what was keeping everyone, you know, tuned into this this program. But um, no, you're right. And, and Zach, and then it's not like I'm just going to jump in blindly. And no, I, I got most to that. Um, what's ridiculous? Like seriously? Like, maybe, maybe it's a smoke screen. I mean, the guy is coming off that he's anonymous, so we're not. We don't know what. See, that's team he's exactly that's to, what, that's how it screen. goes. That's yeah. exactly how it goes. I feel like with those types of scouts, it's it's that's literally like. That's a guy who just became a scout. That's like friends with the guy who just became a writer. And then sorry, it's like yeah, yeah. Be like you looking at my Instagram and saying, "Oh, he likes cars." Oh, wow, does he like cars more than the Giants? I don't know. But like, what? Yeah, it would almost be exactly. It'd be like someone be like, "Does he like running people over with his cars?" Like, I don't know. I never asked him. It's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just exaggerating it exactly. Exactly, it takes on a life of its own. Um, I'll tell you, Chad, I'll go first just because I feel like I haven't. I'm letting you guys down here. I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I'm not, you know, I'm all over the place. Um, you got it. Yeah. You know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm trying. All right. So I'll go my, my uh, clickbait. So Zach, I'll go with the same tree in a sense with the whole scouting thing with the NFL draft and spoiler alert, folks, you're going to hear a lot about the NFL draft today on our show. Um, but no, I, I think it's one of those things where every article you look at, everyone's a star. Everyone's the real deal. Everybody is Terry Bradshaw. Everybody is Harold Carmichael as an Eagles wide receiver. Pro- like, where it's that it's the whole getup that everybody's great. And here's why I laugh because I almost look at it like Cinderella. Like, you got the slipper on your foot, and then when it hits midnight, it's over. And draft night's like midnight. Right? Let's look at Dwayne Haskins. Zach, you're a Giants fan. Remember all the comparisons you were hearing last year about what Dwayne Haskins is going to do for ye? Like, oh, like, like everyone's like, oh, man, I don't know why they didn't pick Dwayne Haskins. Even, like, even when you took Daniel Jones, they were like, oh, well, Dwayne Haskins, though, he's better, he's better, he's better, just because they could say it. Yep. Then the season goes on, and everyone's like, wait a minute, never mind, I didn't say that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I said the Redskins should trade him, right? Because like, yeah. they did the same thing with Josh Rosen two years ago, right? They do this all the time, all the time. So to me, like, this is what I hate about the draft. Everybody's going to be great. It's like, it's like Christmas in the presents, right? Not every present is going to be fun. Like, like, you know, it's like, you're going to have socks, but you need socks. Right. And like everybody, every, every draft picks great. I don't know. I, I'm going to shut up because you guys get what I'm going with this. No. And, and I was going to add how often every year they do this and how many of those guys, they always hype up actually turn out to be what they, what they think they are. Right. All, and that's, yeah, I feel bad because I feel like you're not doing those kids any favors too, right? Like when what was I'm trying to think. Dwayne Haskins was compared to what, like Ben Roethlisberger, big passer in the pocket. It's like don't use that. Yeah, no, you're Relax. better off. Just, you're better off just promoting it as oh, he's another quarterback from Ohio State, and leave it at that low floor, and then make yeah. have him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Thank you. See, yeah, exactly. Chad, you ready? I know you're, I know you're, you're just kind of, oh, I, I feel like you're not, you're not saying much. Cause you're just like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. Like, I, I, and I don't blame you. Cause this is a good one. Well, it's, it's not even really yeah. clickbait, but it's all right. I'll, I'll let you do so it. It's not an article, but uh, if, if you guys had seen um, Mr. Gettleman's uh, draft, I don't even know what you want to call it, but like his setup. setup yeah. With, with just pretty much what I'm looking at right now, like one, one monitor, um, some some notes around him that kind of stuff um where oh, i got the like picture other- pulled up for our audience too yeah it, it's it's really 2007 looking yeah it's like 
it's like he had that, and then like every other GM that that has chimed in with this has had like ten monitors going, which is like what you'd expect, right? Yeah. But I got I got good news for Giants fans. Good good news for Giants fans. So, um, Bills general manager Brandon Bean, not Billy Bean, Brandon. Are they related? I don't know, but <laughs> he, he hopped on to pardon my take. Um, which is a, a pretty good sports podcast out of Barstool, um, and explained that that Gettleman's actually a pretty smart guy, and uh, he's like pretty damn tech savvy. So, like, don't be surprised if that's just like a, a complete smokescreen from Gettleman, just kind of like, yeah, guys, this is what the Giants are doing. Um, oh yeah, I mean, what do you think? Someone like 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 someone, the neighbors taking that picture? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like here we go. I'm not gonna lie See? when I. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that picture, I thought that was Dave Gettleman's setup. I'm not like from all that I've seen from that man do in New York. I thought he was rolling into the draft with one, one screen and like two notes. And it's like, all right, guys, we got an early pick. So we're, we're good. Well, I'm going to pull up the picture again. You can't deny the wired mouse. I mean, come (laughs) on. Like that's the 2007 part. That's fun. I also thought like his binder almost looks like that, that sleeve of, uh, of cheap napkins you find at like a, like an Arby's or something like, like the napkin dispenser, but I guess it's a binder. Um, You know, it's funny here. I'll tell you you guys have the picture up. I looked at it. I studied it pretty hard so I can visualize it. I was going to say, you know, we should do like a little exercise where we like, is there anything we can draw? Like any kind of conclusions? Chad, I'm almost like taking, we just got a segment out of this. Look at that. Um, We should almost, is there any conclusions you can draw, right? Like if there's a beer cap on the ground, like we can assume that he likes a cold one, like while he's looking at draft prep, like didn't see that on there. So like, like, here, let's take a look. I'm going to pull up again. I did not think I was going to be pulling up the David Gettleman picture a bunch of times today, but here we are. Um, there's an elephant on the mug. Sounds like a safari guy. Probably likes the animal kingdom if he goes to Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what <laughs> elephant logo that's that's for. I have, I have no clue, honestly. And I yeah. wonder more importantly, what's in the mug? Like, is are we talking a mudslide? Like, like, you know, maybe some or some coffee with a little bit of Bailey's in it. He looks like he's pretty he's, tired. Definitely that's definitely got, a night picture. Yeah. He's got he's got hand sanitizer right next to the hand lotion. So, you know, those hands are getting nice and Nice and ready to go. Yeah, because, you know, he's a man that's probably got, like, a routine. Like, either way, either he needs to clean his hands or he needs to, you know, uh, I guess, moist them up. I can totally it, it also looks, there. He's a man yeah. with chat hands. I get that. Hey, it also looks like he has a uh, an open-door policy. You know, I, I wonder if he'll be yeah. that way on draft night, too. You know, who knows? Oh, yeah. Who's going to walk? Who's going to walk? The door is open for trade-back business. It's, it's possible. Hey, that, that's what's been flying around. I don't know. I like this. I'm going to look at this again. I love how he's got the table up against the back of the couch. Cause I love, I'm a, I'm a man who likes just to have the TV on, even if I'm not even watching it while I'm working. Look, I I've got a Packers Cowboys replay going in the background right now of our show that I've seen somewhere between nine and 2 trillion times. So um, yeah, that was, wait, that was backwards. Yeah. never mind. All right. (laughs) It's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's not nine and 2 trillion. Yeah. That's well, we'll say, I'm going to say the actual nine. There we go. Anyway, um, I need to stop talking. Uh, there was one other thing I was going to say. He's obviously a guy who likes to watch TV. And then um, what was the other thing I was going to say? A lot of papers. Yeah, you see that? Like, he can't – how much of a monitor, man, can you be with that much paper? See, I, I was Not good one, for the environment. Right. Terrible for the environment. I was wondering what – like, what they're not showing is is the TV wall, right? 
what if he has like five TVs and we're all like, maybe yeah. it's like, that's the smoke screen, the smoke screen, maybe you know, the, you know, the mouse and everything. What if he's got like five he's got, TVs like, up there? Bluetooth related monitors to that, that 2007, like <laughs> laptop with the wire, wired mouse, but he's got like Bluetooth. Mo- that would be the ultimate plot twist. What if that's oh, yeah. not even his actual setup? Like you were saying, Chad, that's just like a stage that all of it stays the wired mouse, like everything. And then he like goes down into like a, like a, almost a, like, a like a bomb shelter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah down, yeah. like down. And it's just like, boop, 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 like thumbs and fingerprints. Yeah. Like, so I've been writing for this draft for the, for the last 10 years. <laughs> can I just be that guy? And don't, I don't think that, I think that picture is more close to what it is. I mean, you can. He calls I just, people in press conferences, what computer people. Yeah. <laughs> it's He's like when school, John man. got thrown out of class in college and the lady told, us, told him to turn his machine off and it was a laptop. Like, I mean, come on. Hey, he's old school. Yeah. Turn that machine off. All right, Walter. We got we got a lot of fun though with the draft. We have this is exciting. So I, I'm finally I'm in. Right, like we, I know. Yeah, exactly. I show a little more emotion on the on the podcast. Here. No, I, I am excited, right? Because we, a we haven't had sports in a hot second, and b um, it's it's just something like that we always get excited for because it's it's football back in your life. But at the same point, there's not the stress of losing. <laughs> Love that. So, um, no, I think there's obviously a lot of different things we can kind of dive into. And I feel like, and, and spoiler alert, we're going to be doing a lot of content moving forward until the draft that's on uh, Thursday night. At least the first first round is on Thursday night. Um, I, I'm, I have so many talking points. Like, look at look at that. There you go. That's oh, show yeah. prep, folks. Um, but, you know, Zach, I'll, tell you, I'll let you tease first because you had some great articles to kind of kind of get this ball rolling and stuff with the draft on the, on our on our site, getsidetrack.com. I can't even talk today. Yeah, so one that uh, that rolled out Friday Friday evening was on some of my underground quarterbacks in the draft that haven't fully surfaced on some of fans' radar yet. Uh, one, I mean, Jordan Love, a lot of people know now, but he's still being regarded as the, the fifth quarterback in the draft, and he may, might not be getting enough love as he deserves. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> kind of breaking him, breaking his some of his film down, he's – He's a very talented guy. You know, sometimes the only problem with him is is his decision making. Which, Kieran, there's one of those words we don't like to hear on draft night. It's his decision making. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> but you know, last year he threw 17 interceptions, and arguably, you know, in the Mountain West Conference, and arguably, not a that's not a football conference. You know what I mean? So that's I think why he's not getting a lot of attention. But he really balled out there in the combine, and if you look some of his film, with something good he, he he's been doing. He's very elusive and drops a lot of dimes in there when he, when he, when he needs to. Um, and another, another guy, I won't, I won't do my third person. So you guys got to check it out. But the, the other guy is Jacob, uh, Jacob uh, Eason. I think that's how you yeah, say his Yeah. Yeah. I saw from, him live in Washington. This from Washington. Ball. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Big dude. He's six, six. Um, and for his size, he, he's a quick guy. It's a, a very similar story with Jordan Love. He's very, very elusive. Um, it makes a lot of, a lot of great throws. Um, I actually compared him to, was it uh they had compared him to, to Nick Foles type of player in my my comparison just from a size perspective and they both have a, a very Wait, no you're arm. doing no 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 you're doing what I what I just was whining about. Well Nick <laughs> hey. Foles actually no 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 not in no disrespect to Nick Foles. That's actually like I like that. Well I think it's good because I didn't want to say he has like he's like a like a Pat Mahomes even though I don't think right, he is like, and like blow it up like that. I want to be more realistic. My motto is it's almost like if you're a, a quote unquote a Super Bowl or not Super Bowl, uh, a Hall of Fame. I can't like I'm, I don't know what it was because we worked all week. Is that what it is? It's two o'clock. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know, but um, I'd be I, willing to put it on put it on top of my device, man. But could be it. 
Nicole Bottles, all right, come on, we drank a little wine. It's all right. <laughs> no, trust me, this is no. You, you, you'd see me with like the shopping bags under my eyes, and I just be like, can, just can you, you, you dumb radio host the show, please. Like, no, like, no, trust me, there's too much energy. That's the problem. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's the draft, Chad. You got to get excited. Yeah, come on. Right. I mean, look, I got the Devontae jersey already. I'm ready to go. All right. Yeah. Let me. I mean. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in that. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you still get up for this because you've been in this spot and you still are in this spot. You're. It's a late pick. You oh, yeah. you have no idea. You have no idea if you're going to stay in that spot. And you None. might just watch. You might just watch a draft for four hours to trade twenty one at the very end. <laughs> I would love that if that's, we trade that's back. Kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm like, I I can get really excited, but at the same point, I don't even know if we're making a pick Thursday night. See, I disagree because, and I'll tell you why. I think that, and I, of course, we're doing a show. Why wouldn't I tell you why? But no, I, um, no, I think the reason why I love it so much is because it's an opportunity to really like. This is the time. It's almost like when you're in college and like, right? Okay, you don't have any money like through the semester. Like summer is when you have like that chance to change your bank account around. This is the draft. Like this is your chance to really take it to that next level. You know what I mean? Like it's exciting because even Chad, to your point, like. I was just saying, I was like giggling as I was joking around saying it, but I, if the Packers trade out and I really watch, I stay up all night long on Thursday night just to see them trade out at 30. Great. As long as you got someone for them, I'm good with that. Right. Like, cause to your point, right. Like I, there's no, one, I'm not going to, I'm not going to BS everybody and sit here with my notepad and be like, they're at 30. So I have 18 people I really like here. And there's that mathematical chance. It's not like my fantasy football draft basically. Right. Where I'm like, I'm actually like putting a battle plan together. If they want to trade back. I love it. I trust them. It's like, it's like, it's like you getting your paycheck, and I'm like, did you spend that extra hundred dollars ever in your paycheck? And you're like, no, I put it in the stock market. I'm like, what's? Well, it's a good idea. Like, you know, yeah, if you buy a bad stock, it might not look so good, but that's kind of the whole thing of trading back. Right. It's all strategy, and it's it's your team's long term vision. So at the end of the day, it, it, to me, it's exciting. Yeah, like you're gonna be staying up later that night to to see it. But well, so let me. I'm gonna pull up the draft order real quick for everybody. So if you look at, so I have a lot of like thoughts and this early go let's we'll kind of hone in because there's a lot to, to dive at as you see we'll look at our teams real quick so the Packers like I was saying for me at 30 uh the birds for Chad and most of our viewers are at 21 and the G-men and some of their fans too because we, we got a little bit of a New York following in there yeah Chad or uh and Zachy's throwing out the four up there you go I love it um not, not, not necessarily proud that we're picking fourth but we're fourth is it can I ask you a question and I really mean this and not a, in a What's a PG thirteen way of putting it? Uh, uh, jerk. A mean way. Okay. Yeah, jerk way. Yeah, there you go. Um, are you? Is that getting old? Like being in that like top five like lot like because right, me and Chad are both sitting here saying I don't even know who's going to be on the board at thirty. I don't know who's going to be on the board at twenty one. We'll figure it out. Like you know, you're like, well, it's either da 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 or da 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 da. Like like, is that getting old a little bit with Saquon and Daniel Jones at six? Like, like yeah. For sure. I mean, it's definitely exciting. Like come draft week, like we have one of the premier picks and biggest picks, I guess, out of the draft. Um, but yeah, during the season, when you see your team just flopping each year after year, I mean, we have, we've had six losing seasons in the last seven years. So yes, it's getting very old, but come draft week, you're excited because of the possibilities, but yeah, it would be nice to be in that 20, 30 or maybe 32nd pick. But uh... <laughs> yeah, Right. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the fun part about picking 30 means, what's that it's like you literally got all the way up to the altar and she was like i don't know i don't know <laughs> like you text me a little too much see ya like like what <laughs> like what did i do i was i thought this was it like so it's tough um but this year there, there's a ton of talent though this year 
I think the first two rounds of this of this draft are they have gobs of talent. So I think even picking a 30, you can get great value for a 30th pick. Well, no, I totally agree in chat. I was talking to Zach about this before, like about a couple hours before. I, I called you at 10 o'clock this morning because like it was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull up this real quick. All right, so we're looking at this order again. And I'm not trying to be that guy, you know, the conspiracy guy. Everyone's already like signed, sealed, and delivered Joe Burrow, who we already like. I'm not, and I'm once again, I'm not trying to be the clickbait guy on the show saying that I think he's gonna be a bust, but this actually plays into my theory a little bit. Is there any chance, any chance at all, any chance that Chase Young is the number one pick overall? Right? Yeah. That the Bengals go, eh, let's go with the blue chip guaranteed like edge rusher and just get like right because. A, there's no guarantee Joe Burrow is going to be good. B, if you're if you don't get your because all right, Zach, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, let me like. Do they have money? What's that? Do they have money? The Bengals. I don't think anyone's ever. I never thought anyone ever would ask me that question ever ever. Like, can the they, Bengals can have they go money? Out, like, can they go out and get and like and get Cam Newton? Like, why has that like, been discussed? Yeah, I feel like they could. I mean, they don't really have that many. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's back back it up, back it up. Because my point is, Andy Dalton's still there. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> until he moves, I, I know, I know. Come on, empathize with me though for a second, right? Because he's still the guy, right? Even if you draft someone, you got to probably move on from him. So, like, the problem, like that's the issue. I look at if you keep him, then do they necessarily need a quarterback? They could go Chase Young, right? They could go Chase Young. I, I, I don't know. They could, or yeah, I don't know. I find it funny seeing and chat. Let me not to just railroad and just steal your thunder there. The the because I keep seeing like prop bets, right? That like it's heavily, 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 heavily favored. You bet almost like 10 times as much as you'd risk, or you'd risk 10 times as much as you'd win betting that Chase Young goes to the Redskins, just just the Redskins. So I'm almost like shrugging though. I'm like, what if, what if he's not even there for them to take though? That's the twist. I think they'll take him if he's there. What if he's not there? I don't like the thing is that's just such a hard, such a hard move to make as a GM because your whole fan base thinks you're getting a new quarterback. Like that whole entire fan base for the Bengals is thinking Joe Burrow. Favor though, because he's kind of been like, well, I want to play for a winner. I kind of hold some power in this whole thing too. Like, like Joe Burrow has not like. If I was sitting there at one, I'm like, does this guy even want to be here? Like, if, if that was the Eagles he was talking about, Chad, wouldn't you be sitting there and wouldn't 94-1 be going off saying, like, he doesn't even want to be here, right? Yeah, but I don't necessarily always think 94-1's correct. I'm not saying they're correct. But I'm right. just saying, like, it, 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 I, well, I would say it's a fair emotion to feel. You got the Philly stuff. I, look at J.D. Drew, for example. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I think that stuff – unless he pulls an Eli – I don't. I don't ever believe that oh. stuff that comes out from the from the like. It's literally just like their their uh, their agent that's like, "Hey, say this, and like you'll get a little bit of press." I'm like, okay, I'll say it, right? Like, unless he actually goes through with it, I don't. Like, how many times has he said it? He said it one okay, time. But, right, I'll even. So I guess the way I'm looking at, it, I'm almost just mixing in a bunch of. I'm making a cocktail for you, like the okay, anti Joe Burrow cocktail, because or the Chase Young cocktail. Because I'm saying, like, okay, between him saying. Bosa. How many times did Bosa say? Like, it was like an everyday, every week thing. Right. Burroughs said, said it one time. Right. I guess that was, my his, po- that was his clickbait. He got you. Can I, 
Eh, you're right. Okay, but you know, let me spin around. Spin around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I saw the fan base is you're getting a blue chip pass rusher that is uh-huh. set. Okay. And then if you suck because you don't have your quarterback, you just drive Andy Dalton in the ground one more time. It's funny because in a sense, maybe the Bengals are like the Patriots are knocking. They're like, we'll take Andy Dalton. We're like, no, I'm not giving him to you. I know you can do it with him. <laughs> like, but no, on a serious note, I'm thinking, what if they suck again? And then you get Trevor Lawrence. Then you're really set. Like you can get your quarterback next. Like you can suck again and get like it's almost like in basketball. I'd say suck, get your center, then get your shooting guard or your point guard, or the guy who can manufacture like 30 points a night, right? Don't get him first because like you can. It's almost like what I was about to say with the Sixers. All right, so then let me run, run you down this trail. You they hop off Joe Burrow because they think that Joe Burrow doesn't want to be there, and then Chase Young's agent comes in. He's like. All right, well, if this organization didn't think they were going to win with a guy that should have been number one, like, they ain't winning with you, Chase. You're not signing. No, I, I think I think if you're the bank, like, I'm not trying to, like, do a hypothetical, like, back and forth with three parties, but I would say Chase Young's probably happy if you're the number one pick, right, Zach? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I, I personally think they're still going to go Burrow just because when you look at, like, statistically and kind of, like, by drafting a quarterback, if he's your guy and Joe Burrow does pan out, his longevity and his benefit to that franchise would be way longer than it would be drafting a defensive end. Like look at Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack. I mean, he's obviously a great player. I'm not down, downplaying him, but a couple of solid years in Oakland. Then he goes to Chicago and it's kind of up and oh, down. Oh, the Kings of the North. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot more uh, fluctuation in the, the value and consistency from a DN versus a quarterback. Now, obviously, yeah, if Burrow were to be a boss, that sucks, but. That's that's so true. Like, I'll, I'll even go. I'll go Eagles. So Fletcher Cox is like a. We'll, we'll give him top three, top five, whatever you want to say. Defensive uh, lineman in the NFL, right? But there's games. I'm not going to say he's invisible, but there's games where like you don't really hear much of Fletcher Cox's name because he's getting doubled and tripled, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like you hear Carson Wentz's name every every game, no matter if it's good or bad. Like <laughs> you're hearing that name because he's the quarterback and. And he ultimately kind of decides, like, if we're going to win the game or not. But I guess, like, here's my pushback. It's that with a quarterback, right, it's not a one – it's not a one-trick pony, right? It's not a one-year operation. It's at least two. When you, Especially, like, right, the higher you draft, like, the, like the more years you're going to give the guy because he's the yeah, guy, I apparently. Think, I, think, I think fans all – they all understand that. They're not going to want – they don't need to win the next year. No, but I guess my point is I'm saying, like, you could – yeah, exactly. So, like, why don't you just get the guy – like, you don't – I don't know. I just don't – I don't know. Well, but here's – I'm not Kieran, trying to sit here is, and be the if, Brown family. You, Kieran, if you don't – if you don't draft the quarterback and you go with the guy that you think is the best talent that wants to come be there with you and you don't win the next year, you – like, it is like a – that is when it becomes a one-year thing. Like, the fans are going to be like, why the hell do we draft Chase Young when Joe Burrow's out here throwing? And he could have a year that Kyler Murray had last year, which wasn't that great, wasn't that bad, but it was pretty good. It was okay. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, why the hell didn't we draft this guy who came out and had an okay rookie year over <laughs> I a, a that guy can win? I can answer this question. I feel horrible. You kind of alluded to it, like you guys were saying, like the Bengals have money. We're like giggling, like I don't know, I don't know anything about the Bengals. Like, are they even exist? Like, if you haven't won a like, seriously, have they won a playoff game in any? We're 28, 28, 24. No, no playoff games. No, didn't have any, and they didn't have any. Yeah, they don't have any. No wins, at least, right? Because he went to what one? Did he go to one or two? A couple. He went to a couple playoff games, at least. Because that's right. They they lost Wild Card Weekend down. In, if you're losing to Texas a Wild Card Weekend, like shame on you. But anyway, um, 
No, that's what I'm saying. They haven't won a play. So it's almost like, what are you holding on to at this point? This isn't Philadelphia, right? Because obviously if that had happened, like, or New York or Green, like, right, like those traditional, and I'm not trying to rip Cincinnati or their fans. I'm more just saying, you're right. Like it's out of all the places I can make a list of like seven places or 10 places that wouldn't flip a table over because their team hasn't won a playoff game in 25 years, a quarter of a decade or a century. Can't, not a decade, a century. Um, right, you're going to lose it. So I'm looking at the, the salary cap just to get an idea of where they, <laughs> they stand. They're 25th in the league with salary cap somehow. So wherever their money is at, I don't know where it is, but they don't as have in they spent, As in they, they, they don't have much money left? Correct. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I feel like – It has to be A.J. Green. It, it it, it's, well, I think a lot of – like I'm not even – like this is actually a good thing, but I wonder – I've heard – And Mandy. And Mandy Dalton probably has a – yeah, probably. Maybe. But I, I've heard, I've read things that like they won't trade people. It's not the Bengal way, like the, the like the Brown family. I, I look, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and try to chit chat about the Bengal way. I don't know. I just like little like little tidbits I've heard, little tidbits I've read. And no, but seriously, so like I, from what I've heard, it's funny because I heard them saying, "Oh, it's not a good." Like when the Palmer family was like ripping it, saying they oh they don't want to win. From what I heard, that they take care of their like employees, like basically so they take care of the Bengal family. Um, and, and look, I mean, look at even Marvin Lewis. They kept him in the fold for a minute, like right. Like, he didn't win any playoff games, and he was over there for a decade. That's yeah. the actual time I'm going to use decade correctly. But like, right? So it's it's. I kind of sit there, but like, they probably pay. Like, they probably pay people somewhat generous. Like, all right, they, who did they? They just, uh, they just locked up somebody on the Trey Wayne's. Like that's like they're now their lockdown corner. They just spent hard on him. I'm like, excuse me, like that's all well and good, but it doesn't <laughs> produce wins. Like, come on, it's a business, like. It's like saying you're not making money for 20 years. Are you going to be in business? No. Like, it's like I would almost be like if, the, if it's like reverse, but I'm like, if like Kevin Walker signed with like with the Hornets, it'd be like what? Like, yeah. like that's not going to save you. Like, like, like if that was the, like the analogy, right? Like, yeah. um, it, I could just see that. I don't know. I it, it's it's an interesting thing. I'm looking at like some of my other notes because right, all right, let's let's like kind of open this up a little bit. Who needs a quarterback? Like, like not like they cannot wait. Is it? Is it? The, I mean, because the Bengals obviously fit that mold. The Dolphins. Um, who else? Like, here, I'm going to pull up this this draft order one more time again. Well, not one more time. I'm sure, I'll pull up a couple more times. Yeah. But all right. So Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, Giants, Miami, Chargers, Carolina, Arizona, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Let's start with those ten. Yeah. Cleveland, no. Jacksonville, probably no. Really, you don't think so? Well, like, I, I, I mean, I mean, they're going to ride with they're riding with Gardner. So they're not gonna but see, I don't, that's I don't what think I think. I don't think that's a good idea, though. I... See, I think, and not to dive into a super deep Jacksonville Jaguars chit chat, but I think what they're going to do, I think they're very eh, about Doug Marone. I, I don't think anybody is on safe ground there, and I'm not trying to be like that guy, but it's like I think Gardner Minshew's the perfect. He's shown the perfect amount of pop. He's got well, throw my head up like. He's got the perfect amount of pop, and he also has that flair about him where he's, you can market him, blah, blah, blah. So it's like if he doesn't work, then it's just like, boom, everything's gone. Like we're going to draft a quarterback. We're going to get a new coach. We're just going to completely hit the just the uh, demolition button, right? Well, like that's the fun I, part about them. So I don't think – like this is not – But they've been but they've been hitting that demolition button like by accident like last – Oh no, they, they suck. I'm not saying they don't <laughs> suck, but I'm saying you can keep hitting. That's what I'm saying. They're going to hit it again. Like they're so close to actually hitting it the right like, way. Like you like, wouldn't you know, draft a quarterback now because then, like, okay, like let's say they suck next year. Okay, then they get because Marone's he is. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are. 
he's 100% the first person on the chopping block right now, like in like the preseason, like firings. The fact that he even survived, he basically thought he was getting fired. So the fact that he's surviving is, is a miracle of its own. And then on top of that, so, okay, he's – I'm going to try to break the Jaguars down. I did not think I was going to wake up on a Saturday morning after, you know, work was hard. I second the Jaguars issues is a thousand times harder. Um, No, but I think that if you keep Garner Minshew, like, like I said, it's right. Wouldn't we all agree that it's, it's a lot easier to, to get rid of, um, to get rid of your quarterback, your, like your, your franchise quarterback, your coach and your GM and like the whole get up all at once and clean it and clean slate it. That's ideal. Yeah, sure. But I'm, but what I'm saying is, like, for the last three years, they've just been kind of like they, – they had their stadium, like, ready to be imploded, and they pushed the button, and, like, the backside blew up. And they're like, all right, well, hold on. Like, let's just try and – let's just try and see what we can do without the backside of the stadium. And then, like, you know, the next year, they're like, all right, well, let's just blow up the left side. So now they don't have the backside or the left side. They're like, okay, well, let's just try and work with the right side in the middle and the front. And then – like Yannick is like the the right, and he's like, well, actually, I'm out. So like, I don't know what you guys are doing. So like, yeah. So like, the right side's just kind of imploding themselves. So now they really just have like the front, which is Gardner. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> here's what I'm thinking, and this is I'm not trying to throw a hot take or whatever, but you mentioned Yannick, right? So he wants to go. There's been a lot of rumors that the Giants are very interested in him. Who's to say the Jags don't trade Yannick to the Giants for the fourth? pick overall would you do that and go steal Tua or whoever would you do that i would do it yeah and if, if they swap picks with us if somehow we got the ninth and yannick which i don't know if they would be willing to do that but the jags also do have a 20th pick so if they traded our 20th pick or their 20th pick or no if we got their 20th see, and yannick see, the, the only thing is i think you have to give up next year's too mm-hmm. next year's pick they're, they're so weird it's so it's so bizarre the the guy who wants to go, he's basically saying he's not going to play for you, and they're like, okay, well, we want two first round picks. Like he made it work not, with Jalen Ramsey because it's it's the identical but, situation. Dude, you're just I I just don't think you're too, like you're not. There's no way that happens again. There's no way you can have absolutely nothing in your corner and just be like, well, we want two first round picks. Like no, like, the, there's no way the Giants wouldn't do that. No way. Yeah. So maybe that scratches my – No, but it's, it's a very good idea because I was yeah. going through with the Eagles too. Like there's so many different possibilities the Eagles could do the trade for them. But they're literally just so set on that two, two first-round pick thing. I don't get it. Yeah. So anyway, who else we got in the top ten that we could, that could go quarterback? Well, all right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll pull up again. So, all right. All right so, yeah, wow, we really – sometimes – Sometimes this is radio, podcasting, TV, the whole getup. This is broadcasting, folks. You, you wake up in the morning, you, you make your show notes, and the next thing you know, you're talking about the Jaguars' needs for 15 minutes. And, and really, that's just – that's life, right? You're not expecting that. Okay, so – The Bengals, too. I mean, geez. Yeah, I know, right? Well, at least they, we were, pre- like, pretending that they were with them at the one spot. Um, all right, so real quick. So, Arizona, absolutely and – and, Zach, I feel like you're kind of like a – I was just like a closet Cardinals fan. Like you're, I feel like right. Like there's a little, there's a little red in, in, in that in that big blue part. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge. Uh, I like Larry Fitzgerald. I like Kyler. Kyler, I have a lot of fantasy connection to with, for fantasy football. So, uh, yeah, no, I think they're on the. I think they're going to be be good this year. I think they're going to break through. Um, I think they can possibly make the playoffs this year. We'll see. Well, all right. So here's something I'm I'm curious about. 
I'm going to actually merge like with all these talking points we have with the draft. And it's funny. We're, we really got stuck in the mud a little bit for 10 minutes about the Jaguars, <laughs> but no, all right. So I'm going to merge two points into one here. And Chad knows where I'm going with this and it's really annoying. And I'm pretty sure I actually texted you this on uh, Thursday, Zach, you know, you're working, you're doing your corporate America job, nine to five working from home. And just like Dave Gettleman, I like to have the TV on the background when I work. Um, so I'm watching, and I love the NFL Network. I love Good Morning Football, everything about the crew, everything. Okay, Dar- Daniel Jeremiah and Peter Schrager were doing their mock draft, like their live thing on, I think it was either Wednesday, was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep going, like, oh, oh, like, just to hype everybody. Okay, basically, long story short, they said Jordan Love, a quarterback for Utah State, was going to the Packers at 30, to which I almost flipped the table over in the middle of a meeting because I was just like, that's erroneous. Um, but okay, but. Right, it it is, but their logic was right. Well, Aaron Rodgers is getting a little older. I like where anyone can use a quarterback, and I agree. I really actually do agree with that little tidbit. Right, that there's you can always use a quarterback. Like, you can always draft a quarterback at some point in the draft, and it's never a horrible idea. But I digress. Hopefully, you're not right. But but I guess it's funny. I'm like looking at like like ten different things. <sighs> I feel like Jordan Love, like the, the logic they're saying, they're like, oh, Jordan Love might go to 30 at the Packers. Well, okay, let's look at this list. Why doesn't Carolina take a quarterback? Where where are they right now? I know you signed Teddy Bridgewater, so like everyone would be like, what? What are you doing? But I guess I would say, here's the thing about teams like, and I'm going to pull the list up again. Ready? I'm going to start picking them off. Teams like Carolina, teams like the Chargers, but I guess they need a quarterback anyway, so we'll, we'll kind of filter them into that, that category. But let's go. Like Carolina – um and the lions and and yeah i would go those two maybe even yeah let's do carolina and the lions for or like they're they're both in a spot where you have somebody but for circumstantial purposes it would make sense to maybe get someone else too long term like right like matt stafford's getting older uh well camden's gone but like carolina's got teddy bridgewater and i'm not saying that's like eh, he's not young like he's not going to be there for like the long haul it's like a nick Foles type idea yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I think Carolina's pretty locked in on Teddy, and then they got PJ as well backing him up. That's so, true. That's a good point. I, and, and his connection with Rule, I don't know. I, I mean, I get where you're coming from. It's not a bad idea, especially because Bridgewater is kind of injury prone. I guess, and, so. and not to be the Packers fan, I guess my point is, I'm, I'm almost using the well, we weren't looking for a quarterback or that quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers was there at 24. That like that logic. Yeah, I also think the Patriots at 23. Could definitely definitely be in play for a quarterback, or they might even trade up. So I think I don't even think Jordan Love's going to be available at thirty. To be honest with you, but no, I don't either. His yeah. number is seventeen and a half. Chad, what do you think? Over or under on that? Uh, I mean, that goes back to that goes back to Zach's article. Like, if we see if we see the quarterbacks come off early, then yes, it's going to be under seventeen. But if like who you said the Redskins determine it, right? So if the Redskins if the Redskins go Chase Young, or was that it, right? Well, I, I, my whole spiel of the Redskins is I don't think they're sold on Haskins and that Rivera has no strings attached to him. So I could see them yeah. taking like Tua number two, like Burrow and Tua going one two, and then if that yeah. happens, like it's going to be a flourish. Like there's no way Love is even out of the top twelve, t- top ten probably. So exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah. So if they go quarterback, no, I mean he's not surviving seventeen. But if, if the Redskins don't, 
and it leads to other teams kind of backing off the quarterbacks. Certainly, he could he could fall into day two, which you don't know about that, but it can it can always happen. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing with the Redskins. I can't. The, this is the, like the the song of the draft every year. If you like, you're a team that needs a quarterback. I'm always like, well, you could always take somebody else, suck again, and then go get your quarterback. Especially if you like the crop better next year. It's a pretty good crop next year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is. Like you said, you got Trevor Lawrence coming out. Um, I mean, and that's surprise in my opinion. So, like, I guess you can't bank on that, but th- I don't know. I All right, let me – it's funny, Chad, you mentioned the Patriots. If, if, if there's ever a year to suck, it's probably going to – this would probably be the best year. To suck. Exa- coming up, you mean. But yeah, possibly. Exactly. No so, that's my, that's my point. No Take a risk. Kind of, yeah. Take a risk with someone else that could really help you boost if he hits. And if he misses, even if he hits or misses in his rookie year, you're probably not going to like, right. Like that's the thing, I guess, as I like scream into the, into the laptop, it's like, right. That's why you take a chase young. Cause his rookie year, he's not going to save you. He's not going to put you in the playoffs. He's going to help. And he's going to be a the real deal moving forward. So why not just take him, put him in your back pocket, like a center in basketball. And then the next year, when you got your guy, he's going to drop 40 points a game in basketball analogy. Right, you take Trevor Lawrence. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, but here's 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 the tricky thing about the NFL. It's like you can you can have that idea as much as you want, but at the end of the day, like we always say, everyone always says, it's a business. So, like the head coach and the players that are that are literally fighting for their jobs on a daily basis, they're not going to go out there and lose on purpose. So like if a t- if your team just all of a sudden wins like five games, four or five games, all of a sudden you're not in the top three, four slots. You're you're five, six, seven, eight, nine, right? In in which case you then have to trade up to get that quarterback, and you're losing assets in the process. Will you be the two picks, Zach? If you if you didn't beat the Redskins twice, right? Like to Chad's point. Yeah, yeah, no, we would, or even the Dolphins. That you know that was Eli's last win, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I was well, thinking those, about that one too. To yeah, they, they come back to get you as far as draft positioning. That was like with us towards the end of the year, fans were a little bit. It was like you're torn. Yeah, you want to win, but it's not. It's not, like the, it's not like what the Sixers were doing, where they're just like, "Well, let's just get into the bottom three percent of the NBA." So we we just we have that shot. shot. To get the chance, yeah, <laughs> winging a prayer. <laughs> How that work out for all of us? Like. Well, it should have worked out fine. I don't want to know. I don't want to think about the process right now because in my head, it's not going to work. I'm going to freak out for one second because if the NBA didn't come in and take away our general manager, we would still be rocking and rolling. Oh, I could totally agree. And you mean the guy who didn't have the burner account, right? The guy before that. I know. I mean the actual general manager. I don't really. The guy with the collars can go just screw himself. (laughs) <laughs> exactly oh look at that nice pg-13 save that was good stuff um all right but i'll tell you speaking of that not 13 but that's probably the squad get on this um but all right the wonder like boys any any thoughts on that for starters you yeah, know you, like, you you threw that you threw that at me this morning i've taken that before i'm i'm not too happy about this one okay well we're definitely so i was gonna say it's, so a little teaser i'm not doing, i'm not I'm not doing with the time thing, man. I, I, I literally, I don't remember what I got, but it was horrible because I got through like none of the questions. Well, here's the best part. We're going to do it again tomorrow. We're going to take the test tomorrow when we're not doing the show. See if you're, you know, full time. It's almost like George Costanza taking the, the, the IQ test with his girlfriend. I, I'm almost going to start doing this like one Seinfeld reference a show. Yeah. Like, I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. That too. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. We're going to take the wonder look. 
I've taken as well. Like, well, it's funny. It's not like it's the same. Ta- it's like the SAT is like it changes up. It's not the exact same word for word, line for line task. I know. I know. But the, my problem was the time. It, it does move. It, that's, what the I, time. that's what I said to Zach. I said, the it's not like you don't finish the questions. There's so many. Like, yeah. it just moves. So we're going to take it tomorrow. And the, and, the, and the pro players took it earlier in the week. I didn't. I felt like just for the sake of the segment, I was going to bring that into it and be like, here's what most guys got. Let's see if we can beat them. But let's hide it. And then let's take it and then compare. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. A little, did, little surprise. Did you see that Tua? I didn't see his score or anything, but they said that Tua, his Wonderlick score was lagging compared to everybody else. And that could be clickbait. I don't know. But I didn't look into it, but I, I did I did see that. So how, how much of a role does that play? Does that play a big role in his draft stock? For a quarterback, Wonderlick's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty crucial, right? Uh-huh. Okay, the guy doesn't know how to do long division. I'm not going to kill him though in the huddle. Like if he knows how to command a huddle and throw who throw the right guy, like so yeah, he, did, he did so not. He did not. He did not get a good score. Zach. Well, it wasn't that. It was a piece. It was just off a of par. So no. okay, so he yeah. double bogeyed. Or no, no, bogeyed you're thinking either. of his. So he took it last year and scored a 13, and then this year I think he got a 19 yeah. and 20 is the is the line like the average. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe it was clickbait. Well, yeah, it definitely was. So, yeah, look yeah. at that. See, I, after all, I had, did have one. So, here, I'm going to pull up the categories, too, on this one. Look text. So, there's I, – I said that text, not test. There's, um, all right, there's four categories. So, quick recognition, logic questions, verbal reasoning. Oh, this is a fun one. Word problems. God. Oh, no. I'm well, glad well I, Karen, Karen, now that I'm – now that – sorry, just to get – but our, our, our one boy, our one buddy – completely messed this up unless you have it messed up what jeff kerr jeff kerr's got him down for the 13th right now mm-hmm. we'll fact this check was, that i'm pretty sure this was this was written 23 hours ago i'm pretty sure he scored a 13 and then either he retook it he definitely retook it and then he scored a 19 and i think that was last year he took it just to see what he would get with scouts and then if, that's just something i saw this morning i don't know if, like to that point i could have read the wrong tweet so <laughs> the magic of twitter right um, no, but all right. So with the wonder, look, look at those categories. That's fun. It's fun stuff here. I even got a couple of example questions. I, and I'd love the audience to chat. It's been a quiet chat today. Not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're It's a Saturday. Everyone's out, you know, probably doing things. Well, I don't know. Probably not. Probably There's not. no maybe, excuse. Maybe a little hungover. I don't know. Maybe a little nap. The only things you're doing is stuff around the house. Yeah, so why don't you, you throw us on in the background? Maybe maybe we just alienate them as they're cleaning, but I don't know. Okay, but let's – um. all right, we got three Wonderlic questions. I brought, This is – you guys didn't even know I was doing this. I brought three sample questions, so I'll, I'll read them for you guys, and I'll pull them up for the audience. So the first one's pretty easy. Whoops, I actually pulled up the second one. But the first one, get you nice and – you know what? I'll even – I won't even read the day. I'll just – or the actual day. I'll just do the year. Question number one, and this is one of the like general reasoning ones or whatever. Which of the following is the earliest date? 1986, 1988. Damn it, there's three 1986s. All right, never mind. All right. May 3rd, 1986. March 31st, 1988. March 3rd, 1986. May 30th, 1988. Or C, March 13th, 1986. Was there two March 3rds? There, uh, there was a May third, and there was the March third. Oh. One was in night, and they're both in nineteen eighty six. So there's three in the in the year nineteen eighty six, and two in the nineteen. All right, like, let's 
I'm not going to waste my time. You're having a hard time not seeing the graphic, which is totally, which is totally fine. As long as you know how to write your name on a piece of paper, you're going to get this correct. Like for the date. Okay. Right. So there's three 1986s and two 1988s. So let's go with the 86. Oh, there we go. There's March, there's May, and there's another March. Oh, so we're going to go with the the earliest March, March 13th folks. Right. Okay. There we go. Or March 3rd. Wow. wow. March 3rd. (laughs) Got it wrong. No, March 3rd. Yes. Okay. I'm going to do so, real well. So that's that like has. a how, and they give you what like 10 seconds to answer it. Yeah, I th- which what is it like the nah, I thought what was the average you made like 20 seconds, 30 seconds to answer a question. Well, I don't think it's it's not timed per question, it's timed for the whole thing. So you yeah, it's time for the whole thing. But the you average gotta is like that, you got to have that quarterback time. See, I feel like that's part of the test yeah. too. So here, I'm going to pull up this. All right, so here we go. I love this one. This is reasoning. If the first two statements are true, is the final statement true? And your choices are yes, no, or I would be uncertain. Like basically saying there's not enough info to give. I would say un- uncertain. Well, yeah, I haven't even told you the data yet. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say what? <laughs> That's fair. You know what? See, I like your head at, Zach. You're already uncertain. Like you're looking at the Probably line quit. of scrimmage. There's not enough data there. Yeah, so you're unsure. I like that. <laughs> um, all right, but here we go. So James bought Thomas a drink. Doesn't specify what drink, just says it. Um, Thomas brought Suzette a drink. Okay. And then James brought Suzette a drink. Can we draw any conclusions from that? No. No. Although I would just say Suzette's getting turned a little bit. She's yeah, got right? two drinks in her hand now. Suzette's She's double fisted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, She's feeling real good. <laughs> so what was the answer to that? It was uncertain. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah uh, these are. It, it's just, I feel bad. I'm just reading them off as like a host and like a you know. Fam- uh, I feel bad for anyone on Family Feud because you're right. Like someone's just yelling the question at you. It's a little bit tougher to digest. Um, all right, let's do the third one. Ready? Oh boy, <laughs> look at this. The words benevolent. You, you know, benevolent means Chad. Because you better do because this is this is a little word association. Ready? Um, <laughs> all right so the words benevolent and magnanimous magnanimous i can't even talk have similar meanings contradictory meanings unrelated meanings what was the second word magnanimous wait okay. i can't read i have a guess magnanimous i guess yeah i'm gonna use this one on my lexicon too much so i'm looking real good do they mean the same thing they do Nice. Is that what you're thinking, gonna, Zach? I, I was going to say opposite. So, yeah, there you go, Chef. All right. Well, I feel a little bit better about acting like a, 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 an illiterate on the show. I'm like, uh, like Billy Madison's like, today, Junior. <laughs> um, no, that's what happens when you look at two monitors at the same time. But uh, <laughs> this is going to be fun taking this test, though, I think. I'm excited. I want to see where I stack up compared to all these other guys. What do you think, Chad? No, I already know my score. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was so bad. I was not. It, it was well, so the bad. long division was tough. I don't. I don't think they get to use a calculator either. No, there's nothing. You have nothing. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not. I can't. I can't just run through a test like that. Like we're, when, we're when I took oh, when I took tests in high school and college, it was like unless unless I absolutely knew, like I just studied more than I ever studied before and I just knew every single thing on the test I was literally the last person to leave every single time like I would just I would sit there and read it like I want to read and really understand what's going on with each question you know just how this this little brain processes things you live in the moment I love it yeah yeah well I mean 
we'll see we'll see how it goes it'll be kind of fun um all right but i'll tell you let's let's move forward a little bit so i'll tell you it's that to completely just go 180 on this but you know because we're moving along here in the show this is you're right this 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 draft chatter really did take on a life of its own passionate um, man it is it is and, and this is what happens when you know of sports uh but i'll tell you what so we have the not just one thing at that point the nj documentary is coming out the last dance on espn tomorrow and that that should be a lot of fun too so like for anyone that doesn't know, um, so the I guess was it ESPN and the whole thirty for thirty crew they made, and I, I this is the weird thing because I almost asked the question: When was this footage going to get released? Apparently, someone followed the the ninety eight Bulls around for a year, and they have all that footage, and then they made an ESPN thirty for thirty out of it um, thirty years later, almost. But which is really cool and exciting. Um, but it's just one of those things. Where I'm just curious: where, wait, when, when was that going to happen? But anyway, that's exciting. I think. You know, let's let, there's a little let's we'll, we'll ease our way into this. I'm gonna pull up my notes here for for how excited I am for Michael Jordan, um, which I am. But I'll say, Zach, I didn't listen until this morning. Your mom met him. Yeah, my mom actually met Michael Jordan back in 1996, I believe it was, or mid 90s around then. So she was uh, at a work function in Scottsdale, Arizona. She was playing golf with another coworker, and they were about to tee off, and they. My mom looked over and she goes, "Oh, is that is that Michael Jordan over there?" And I guess just he looked. The guy looked like Michael Jordan. They were about to tee off on another hole, like they were already playing their round. So my mom, I don't know how she got the courage in the middle of his golf round to go walk up to him and uh, ask for his for his autograph. And uh, he was he was very nice. He was very nice and said, "Yeah, absolutely." She said, "My mom said, you know, my son's a huge fan. At the time, I'm like four or five years old, so that's all I know." Is Wait, so you have MJ's autograph? You didn't even tell me this before we jumped on the air. Yeah, yeah. So she got what? It. Yeah. So she. So he's like, he's like, oh, that's what they all say. Ha ha ha. You know, laughing around. And then I have like a note. I, I don't know. Where, I think it's in my closet that says to Zach. You know. Um, he wrote something and Michael dude Jordan. what how do we've been friends since we were kids like how did that not come out like, group on, the the back of a, like, uh, on the back of a golf scorecard he wrote he wrote his autograph and everything it's pretty cool. that's like even destined for you like like that's perfect that's that's what it's you perfect. need yeah yeah. Right. yeah i love the golf so it's it's all yeah it's all good and uh the fact that he did that in the middle of his round i think is just speaks to the type of character he had you know he had oh yeah great dude and uh yeah so always looked up to him and yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see this because that's the thing. I feel like people are really going to get it. I didn't get a chance to watch him too much in his career, but I, I still stand here. I'm like, he's besides, unless you want to make the argument, maybe Will Chamberlain, but I, I would seriously sit here and be like, he is the best basketball player ever, ever. <laughs> right. So I'm, I think a lot of people, and I'm not trying to do like the whole LeBron thing, right? Like where it's just like, oh, you know, LeBron versus MJ. I just think MJ was a different breed. And he had just a different gene that no one I've ever seen has had. Maybe Tom Brady, like that, that, that gene. Yep. Um, and I, I, I just, I'm really excited. But, all right. But I'll tell you, he, you're right. It's funny. You, you kind of painted up. You actually did a really good job. Just kind of hyped me up to, to, to tease our next segment. Um, obviously that's going to be exciting. We'll talk more about that next week on, on what we thought, et cetera. And we've got 10 weeks and 10, 10 episodes to go through, but I'll go this way. Like he's a hell of a teammate. Like, could you imagine just sitting on the bench watching him work? He, he led by example, too. I mean, look like the flu game. Nowadays, someone gets a hangnail and they're not playing. You know? Exactly. This like guy we played have, through we the load flu. maintenance. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So talk about a leader by example, and, and that's what the NBA needs more of, in my opinion. Any sport needs more of. But, yeah, you're exactly right. He, he was a teammate on another level. 
Chad, I thought you had something to say there. <laughs> well, I was just going to say I, I I agree with the with the leading by example, but the flu game that, that was the playoffs. If, if if you aren't playing with the flu in the playoffs now, I I'm going to have some serious issues with you. Good point. I mean, yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, playoffs. You should play no matter what. Yeah, that's fair. But I'll tell you, it's funny. I was thinking about it. Um, not to not to bypass. No, you're right. I mean, but. I was thinking about it earlier today. I thought it'd be kind of fun to, to do on the show. What teammate, if you could pick one person to be teammates with, and you could for any sport for any reason, who would it be and why? So for me, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. So really? I, I mentioned the you know we talked about there, maybe this is my internal maybe you know, maybe I am a, a Cardinals fan a little bit. Maybe I do believe. Yeah, a little I think bit you red. are. I don't know. Um, but no, like Larry Fitzgerald, I, I'm watching him since his days at, at Pitt in college. And, you know, this guy's been with the Cardinals his whole career. He's 36 years old, his whole 13, 14 year career, been with one team. He's a, he's a Walter Payton man of the year. Um, very positive, positive guy. You know, he's not the flashiest. Uh, what I really like about him is how humble he is. You know, he's got very humble beginnings, a humble story. Um, every time he scores a touchdown, he literally just hands the ball to the ref and walks to the sideline because, hey, he did his job. He's not the flashy guy. He's, he's classy gonna, as hell. He's classy. Yeah. You know, I, I would love for him to be – and I feel like he he teaches – like he's he's a great mentor too. Like him with Kyler Murray and all the young, younger players on that team. Um, and, and also, a little fun fact, he's a great golfer. I mean, I would love to go golf with him too in, in the offseason. I think he's like an eight handicap. All right. So the dream life here – and you know my, my bucket list item – for years and years now has been to golf with Aaron Rodgers someday. Mm. We're going to do like a foursome, you, me, Fitz, and, and Chad, you, want to, you can come to, we'll make it like, we'll do like an eight. We'll do eight. You know, okay. just make it a big, big, we'll make it an outing, the sidetrack outing. How about that? That's our dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chad, I, I, what about you? It's funny. Cause Zach, you know how you mentioned um, that you have like some signed by Michael Jordan when you're a kid, and, like that whole, that whole getup. I, I swear. I'm looking at it right now. I have a Babe Ruth autograph baseball in my room. Really? Yeah. Yep. So one of the coolest things I'll, I'll go on a quick side tangent real quick here. So one of the coolest stories that I can relate to is, so my grandfather unfortunately passed away when I was younger in, I guess the end of, end of elementary school. Um, but between him, my dad, and, and, and a lot of my family's family members, I mean, that's why I love sports. Uh, and I remember him telling me this, one of the stories when I was in elementary school and him saying uh, that he had gotten a baseball autograph by Babe Ruth. And I remember just thinking like, no way, like, right. As you're a kid, that's like saying like, I have a million dollar bill in my pocket. It's like, no, you don't like, yeah. <laughs> right. So, and, and he explains to me, so he got the, it was, I believe his uncle Joe uh, had gotten it signed when he was playing golf. So he'd gotten the ball, I think at a game and then he got it signed. I, I, there's a couple couple different details. I still need to, <laughs> when I die, I guess I'll get them worked out. But, um, but right now, so uh, basically got the ball, but, over time right because you gotta remember like this like the early 1930s 40s right etc like the ink were off and i remember and this was as i was a kid and i thought you know, right i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh like because you got the crowd that's gonna say oh well no one signed it i'm like no it's like trust me like it's it's on there yeah um and that's so it's cool but in chat i guess i kind of that was my way of like kind of teasing uh your like i said ideal teammate a little bit but you know without me stealing all your thunder or <laughs> take it away from there there yeah it's papers <laughs> one of the best baseball players of all time um obviously i'm pretty obsessed with baseball um and beyond him being just disgustingly good at baseball um he was a partier uh like we, we all know it like he liked to drink 
he liked to smoke cigars. Um, he liked to gamble a little bit. So like that, that just seems like my kind of guy that was both very good at baseball and then just like a degenerate. <laughs> I mean, you like, had, had a good time. You guys would have been like on a road trip with Luke Eric, just pounding shots on the train or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have been a lot of a lot of fun. Well, prohibition day. Oh yeah, it would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. I like that. And it's funny. All right. Well, you know, and that's the thing. And you know, it's funny. I'll add to that. I actually thought you were going to go on like a little side thing with that too. Like he did a lot of work too with like kids and the community. Like he was a great guy from what I heard. Oh yeah. I mean, sure. But I, I kind of feel like that's like, that's most athletes that are like pretty good. Like they, they had to do a lot in the community. Like they work with kids, all that stuff. So that's kind of like the like given, but just, just beyond that, like, like it's the same thing with MJ. Like, could you imagine just like going and playing a game with NJ? You, you're probably going to win the but game. No, I guess that's my point. And then number two, like you get to go out after the game because he's slinging Bruce back every single game. Oh, every yeah. Single night. Oh, yeah. They're so, going like, for it. Post game, yeah. they're going for it. But no, I feel like yeah. wouldn't, couldn't you make the argument that like guys like him are the ones that set the bar in the presence of like to, to do such things? Sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. I don't know. That's, I love it. That's fine. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stick on the party, party train with you too. So, I, I don't I'm not shy to, to say I'm a Packers fan on the show. So this is this is your plug, Chad or, or Zach. Hey, whoever wants to make fun of me. This is your Aaron Rodgers, man, right? You can just sit there and just study him, right? You can get your golf game in with with right. Like I it's it's on a tee for me, I know. But gonna stay with the Packers, actually. And it's actually coincidental, but not Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna go with Jamal Williams. Not Aaron wow. Jones. Yeah, yeah. And I call one B. I love Jamal Williams, but he is, and I'm pulling up the B-roll for everyone. He is one of the most fun people you'll see. He is literally dancing all the time, all the time. You, can, I mean, you cannot uh, – it ran out too quickly. You cannot – like I said, he, every game, every practice, every tweet I see, he's always dancing, having a good time. He is one of the loosest and just like laid back people. See, I'm the type of person that gets a little bit nervous for things. I try to be laid back, but like when the going gets tough, I'll tighten up. I'll admit it. Like, right. Like I do. Like you guys see me before the show. <laughs> um, but right. Like, no, I mean, so he's the type of guy though. I feel like that it, he, he work hard, play hard. He makes the plays that you need, but at the same point, he's always going to have fun, have that strut, that swagger about him. And, and that's like I said, I, I just, I mean, I guess that's a little bit more specific as a Packers fan. I'm sitting here and I'm like, Oh, let's take Jamal Williams. But yeah, you guys are like that guy, right? The guy, the fun guy in the locker room, right? Yeah. He always yeah. keeps it light. Like you said, there's a lot of pressure and stress, and uh, it's always nice having that guy around who's going to, you know, make it fun. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're kind of getting kind of dwindling down here in the show. So I'll tell you, I had something that I was going to ask. Uh, well, I was going to ask Jay because Jay was supposed to jump, jump on the show with us, but it's, it's funny how, I mean, what we're already, we're already past an hour here. We, we just we're roll along. Um, but it, it's funny. I was looking, uh, I saw this video. And I'll, we can kind of like wrap up the show, I guess, with this. Um, but I saw this video on Barstool. Speaking of them, we were talking about them earlier. Uh, did you guys see this? It was that video with the crabs at the the conveyor belt or whatever. Yeah, They're all over the place. First of all, Pretty like, wild. oh, it's definitely wild. Yeah, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Chad. Seriously, did you not like look at that and think like Karen on a business trip, like just seeing something like that? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't think that was the first thing that came to my mind, but I was just kind of like, that's bizarre. Okay, well, yeah, all right. I'm glad you weren't just thinking about me traveling. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I, I thought of it, obviously. I'm sitting there, I'm just like, like, I'd probably just hope, like, I'd be like, can you pinch me to make me feel alive again? One of those crafts, you know, but 
Um, but it made me think about like just weird travel stories and stuff. Do you guys have any that you'd, you'd want to bring up? So I, I have a couple, I wouldn't say necessarily stories, but one is a question of what I should have done in a situation. <laughs> and two is just like, let's just, I'll just tell you what two is. Already. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Why would you walk barefoot in an airport? Why? Oh, you've seen those two. I've huh? seen that. Like, oh. I don't like, like, really? Like, come on. Like, you know, you're somebody eat me germs and like, who wants to look at your feet? Yeah, I actually feel more bad for them. I'm like, you have no idea how much bacteria is on the, like the palms of your feet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just getting skeeved out just thinking about it. But like that, that's just something weird I've seen <laughs> that I, I don't understand. And you know, but uh, I guess so. Here's a question for you. It was one of the first times I ever traveled, and I was in a layover in San Francisco coming back. It was for a red eye to Philly, and they're calling everyone to the gate. You know, they're doing the zones, and there's a, a guy sitting to my left, and he's just passed out asleep. So he's missing everything. I don't know if he was there for my flight or if, or what, or if he was just staying the night there for a flight earlier in the morning. Long story short, I didn't wake him up. Should I have woken him up? Say like, yo, dude, we're, we're boarding. <laughs> That's a good question. I feel like. Because um... here's my, here's my, maybe it's like the Northeastern thought. If it really mattered to you, you would be awake. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I th- or set an alarm before you fall asleep, something like that. Right. Maybe yeah. the guy had a long trip. Maybe he was doing night shifts. I see. I can empathize with the, t- the tired traveler. See, I was going to say, you know, you maybe do you bump into him and you say, I'm sorry. And right, if he's woman. mad, he's mad that you woke up, but he's going to realize on his own. So you're not the parent, like saying, like, hey, by the way, mister, I don't have no idea if you're the person that needs to be on this flight, but if you need to, here you go. Right. You just kind of bump into him. You're getting on the plane anyway, so he's either going to hate you. Like, it, you you can at least go away with the satisfaction knowing that, like, that guy's going to catch his flight because you you bumped into him. But, right? Like, I see, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's you snooze, you lose in, in this case. It's funny you say that because Literally. mine's actually mine's sleeping related. This is one of the weirdest things. Uh, there's a lot of bad traveling stories. Like, one, for example, I remember the person next to me throwing up that, like, you know, you got those. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't fun. But no, let's, I'll go with something a little bit more creative. Cause right. Everyone can empathize or sympathize or whatever you want to say with, with someone vomiting next to you on a plane. But so when I was, um, I'm trying to think what fly, I think I was flying down to Miami for work and you know, it's ironic. The person throwing up was on the way back from that trip. I didn't even think of that, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So anyway, um, I'm flying to Miami and person tasked me on the shoulder. And I kind of look up like really right before, like the whole, like everyone's on the plane, we've all boarded. And she says, excuse me, my, my friend's sitting next to you. So, like, my one co-worker's, like, to the right of me. But again, I guess her friend was the, the random person to the left. And she was like, do you mind if I, like, like would be able to switch? And I just kind of looked at her like, that's not how this works. But, like, not, not in a mean way. I just kind of like looked at her like, wait, what? Like, and she was like, well, like, can we switch seats? Like, you'd be doing me a favor. And I just was kind of like, where's your seat? Like, because I'm at, like, 10, 11. But not that it really matters because I'm on a work trip, right? She's, like, 24. I'm just like. Uh, of course. But it was all the way back in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So at least she was aisle. No, she was middle. Oh, it was horrible. I was about to say she was aisle, but she wasn't. Um, so I get down there. And then, like, after the flight's over, like, I'm trying to think I'm a good person. So I say to my friend who's, like I said, the co-worker that was next to me. And I'm like, I hope that was worth their while. Like, I hope they actually had fun chit-chatting. And she's like, oh, no, they were both asleep the entire time. And I'm just like, where are they? <laughs> like, where are they? I need to find them. Like... And the seat you gave up, was that like an aisle? Was that an aisle seat? 
it was middle, but okay. it was a, like a crisp, like 12 rows in front. That's a lot of rows. It rises, yeah. The, the flight goes much better when you're in the first half. That's like saying, like, I got like nosebleeder seats, like, and you can sit in the back row, like the lower section. It's like, yeah, you still take that. Like, yeah. it's better than sitting all the way where they were. Like, looking back, like, I'm still on the plane. Like, oh, that's how scarred I am. <laughs> oh, man. Chad, do you have any? I, I do. It's, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of making fun of myself. Well, not kind of. I am. Um, so every February we go to Vero Beach, um, and uh, it's like a whole trip for All Star. Like we we bring we bring teams from all of our facilities. Um, the travel is pretty much all together. Like we don't all take the same flight all the time, but we're usually um, we're usually on at least one or one or two of the same flights down to Florida. Um, and, and it wasn't this past year, but the year before that, um, I, I got lucky enough to have a seat right next to a mom and her baby. So you guys know this, you guys know this. A lot of people might not know this. Like I, I do chew tobacco. So that, that is something that I do. And when there's long periods of time, like that is something that I do to like pass the time. Um, so I was really expecting just to sit on a flight put a lip in like pretty much right away and just let it ride for the two and a half hour flight we had down to Florida. And then I'm just looking over and I'm like, there's like literally a three, like not even three-year-old, like a two-year-old, one-year-old baby, like right next to me. I I didn't want to put it in because like there's like, it's a, it's smell, it's smelly. And like, I don't know. It's just like, it takes me a little bit, a little bit of time to put it in all that kind of stuff. It's not a good taste on a flight. Right. 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 So, so I ran, I ran to the bathroom and, uh, and I opened up the tin and a guy from all-star was literally the seat right next to the bathroom. So you kind of like hear everything that was going on in there. So I pretty much ended up putting, putting it in, in the bathroom. Um, and then I get out and he's just like, dude, what were you doing in there? <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, uh, I, w- I was thrown in a lip because I'm sitting next to a baby and I got self-conscious and, and really didn't think it was a good idea to start <laughs> And they're like, you came all the way to the bathroom just to do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So, so it's been like a running joke. Anytime I go to corporate or, or see these other guys from other facilities now, they're just like, dude, like, you, you're going to put another lip in in front of a baby? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my should, they're, so they're, they're like, you should have just offered one to him first. It would, that would have been the nice thing to do. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, his mom would have appreciated it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's so, – <laughs> I was just trying to be nice, and it ended up being uh, just backfiring right in my See, face. No, I like because you're at least a courteous flyer. I hate the people that make themselves at home. It's funny you said that, Zach, because I had one person just if the flight goes up, ah, I'm going to unlace the sneakers and make myself at home. Just like, yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, you're like rub against my leg. Sure, that's okay. Yeah, or take my armrest. Sure, oh, I not? hate the armrest. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, why don't people get charged for like real theft? For armrest theft on a plane, like it's it's not that hard. If you're in the middle, you get two armrests because everything yeah. about your experience sucks except that's the two armrests. real estate. Yeah. Yes, like that's all you need. Oh, thank you. I I'm so glad because I haven't flown in a couple of months and like I hate it. I, it's funny. I always joke around and say I hate flying. Everyone's like, oh yeah, like you're afraid to die. I'm like, no, I, I pray for it at this point. Like like seriously, like <laughs> no, God. you can't. Oh. I'm not kidding. If you fly enough, you the last thing you're thinking about is the plane crashing. Like seriously, like with you have enough kids like like kicking you or like uh, seat recliners. Oh, and the push, yeah. 
get comfortable because I bet hell's gonna be real hot. I really do. I, like this is not a good way, like good way to end the, the show. I'm like, oh, hot. I'm like angry now. We were all jolly about the draft. Well, and what I what I hate more about the seat reclining is like if someone does it to start the flight, I'm almost kind of happy because I can at least settle in after that. It's like when I'm like an hour into a movie and then they just, just discover it. Back. Oh, yeah, that's always a fun plot back. twist. And you're just like, dude, come, like now I have to change my whole setup. Like, come on. You guys know I'm a pretty stubborn person. <laughs> yeah. So what I do, especially with, with those nice, you know, legs, I can't really stretch them out here, but I'll do the thing. I'll dig my kneecaps into the seat and the amount of times yeah. people like, like kind of jerk it back and they can't fully recline well, and I'll dig in. And I like, if they look back, I just like look at them with those eyes. <laughs> just, just like, like recline if, a little more. I dare you. Like, please. If, if you're not, if you're not going more than like four hours, like, do you need it? It's simple. If you feel like, to your point, and the flights where you're normally flying, like six, eight, 12 hours, like there's a little bit more natural, like, like they have special planes for yeah, them, like a little exactly, bit more like yeah. room. So like, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. I yeah. also like, just, you're taking, you're taking a two hour flight down to like Georgia. Like, dude, you, you don't like, stand up for a second. Exactly. Just go to like, yeah, exactly. Just pretend to go to the bathroom. You don't have to go in there. Just stand up and act like you're going to the bathroom and just walk back. Yeah. yeah. My God. I love it. I love it. This is good. Well, look at this. We, this is kind of, you know, it's funny. I, I, if we're looking at like the baseball box score, I have like 19 errors from just like different stupid things I said today, but that's understandable when, you know, we've been doing a lot of interviews. I was saying, you know, it's, uh, we're getting back into the, the, the whole little us giving opinions and, and, and I'm not good at that. Well, it's also, it's also Saturday and uh, we're still without sports. So it's, it's tough. Oh, I know. Doesn't it suck? Every Saturday it gets me. It's like it's like Lucy with or yeah, Lucy with Charlie Brown, like pull, yanking the football up like every Saturday morning. I'm like, yeah. And then like I just like look at the TV. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's tough. It's a sad, it's a sad, sad state of affairs, Chad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what, what what day are we on? Did you get those snaps, by the way, Zach? No. Uh, Chad sends us these snaps uh daily with the we're on, count. We're on 38. Oh, God. What was the original over under you'd set? Was it like the 40s? <laughs> like 45 and a yeah, half? No, I think it was 57 and a half. Yeah, that sounds that about right. Made me feel better. Hey, yeah. you know what, though? We might be like golf is going to be back the first week in June. It's scheduled, everything. Well, it's, yeah, let's hope. And they're saying baseball potentially May. It's something. Dude, it's there's so many. There's so much. There's so much fighting going on with baseball. It's giving me a heart attack. Yeah, it's terrible. And I get it. It's like it's like the only way that it's conceivable right now is is their plan for using the spring training facilities and having everyone in. No, well, I was going to say hospitals in hotels, so you're not with your family. Yeah, I do. I do get that from the perspective of 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 a baseball like me personally. Me personally, I could do it because like I'm 24. I'm not in a relationship. Like, just let me go play baseball, and I can come see my family after the fact. But if if you have a wife and kids, like you're not you're not ditching them for four months, yeah, five months. But I, I'm truly I hate to say this. I'm more on the unpopular side of things with especially baseball, hockey, and uh, basketball. If you just need to cut it and just start over fresh in October. If we can get there, 
Like, let's just do that. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this like three year plan where it's like we would taper our way back into it after three. No, just bite the bullet then and just start over. Like, let's not change the wheel. I mean, there's, it would suck for it to, for it to happen all at once, but we we've seen lockouts of of sports before. Exactly. Like, we've seen the whole entire season not happen. So like, it sucks, and I don't want to see it happen. But like, we we've been there before. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll say just like we've been there before. For anyone who hasn't been there before, let's pull up our social media. Look at that. All right. So let's take a look. Uh, so on Instagram and Twitter, uh, you can follow us at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, Twitch, if you're watching us on there, you can both do, then you don't need the link. But if you're watching us on the website, you can also check us out on our Twitch channel. And if you're checking us out on our Twitch channel, check out the website. That's even more important. So you got, you got to do both yin and yang, right? You got, you got to do both sides of it. But um, no, we got some great articles. And Zach, like you were saying, you got some some great stuff on there for some draft coverage. And, and I, I didn't break my like month hiatus of doing an article and, and maybe, maybe get my own content on there because you guys are carrying us. So, um, but real quick, if, you, if you're looking for some audio content to that point, Spotify and iTunes, uh, if you want to catch out the latest editions of Living Room Sports Talk, uh, and you're checking us out right now on those apps, or if you're just checking us out on Twitch and you missed an episode, not to worry, uh, they're all on there. So, yeah, this is a nice little Saturday matinee. So this is fun. Um, I'll tell you, Zach, do you mind also giving them the schedule, though, for next week? Because it, it's a quarantine schedule, but yeah, we got a little bonus action in there. That's right. Yeah, so following the quarantine schedule, we will be live Monday and Tuesday at 7 p.m., and we will be doing a draft special Wednesday night as well. And then a little teaser again Thursday before the actual draft. So we'll be, yeah. we're, all, we're in the living room a lot next week. So stay tuned. We got some great draft content coming up for you along with some other fun stuff. It's going to be some great, great action. Chad, you got any, any uh, Saturday weekend thoughts to hype the fans up with? You, you know my response. You know. Oh, yeah. Go Birds. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let it go. I'm fine. Hey, it's it's draft week, baby. It's officially draft week, kind of, right? Kind of. If it's less than seven, if it's less than seven days, doesn't that constitute a draft week? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Absolutely. perfect. We want to thank everyone for listening, and yeah, this is great. So we'll be back. So not tomorrow. We'll be back on our uh, seven o'clock on Monday, and uh, a little Wonderlick action, boys. You ready? Really, that's what I'll do. My departing thoughts. You better, you know, drink some coffee, you know, hit the books, maybe listen to a little Mozart, you know, see, maybe I'll do that when I'm taking my wonder look, I'm going to put like the little Beethoven on or something. Cause I heard like, if you take a test by listening to classical music, it like ups your thinking. So yeah, let's uh, I'll see if that, I'll see if that works or not. See, I was going to throw Ozzy Osbourne on, but I guess that's a little too rough. Oh yeah. Hey, you're going on the crazy train. I love it. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I want to thank everyone for listening and watching as always. And uh, yeah, we'll see everyone right back here on uh, Monday at seven o'clock. Cheers, Cheers folks.